You are listening to Life Improvement Radio on the Helium Radio Network. Hey everybody, how's it going? Aaron Richmond here with another episode of Aaron's Opinion, the podcast for blind people where we speak about critical issues in the blindness community from all over the world. Telephone number for text message contributions or voicemails or you just want to get in touch, 1-240-681-9869. 1-240-681-9869. Aaron's Opinion 6 at gmail.com. A-A-R-O-N-S-O-P-I-N-I-O-N-6 at gmail.com. Follow on Facebook, Twitter, comment below on YouTube. Consider becoming a patron on my Patreon page. Thanks so much. All right. Um, Yeah, it's very, very, very important to comment below on YouTube. And as a matter of fact, uh, today's guest spent a lot of time commenting below on my videos sending a lot of support and a lot of interest in what we do here at Aaron's Opinion, and I cannot thank her enough. So today's guest is Talented talented HV. Who's HV? She is Haley Valenti. Haley Valenti is blind. She is a singer. She is a screenwriter. She's an author. She's aspiring to do a lot of great things in life. Also, too, um, I really, really, really love her attitude and the way she goes about life and the way she approached, um, you know, becoming blind. She became blind very suddenly at the age of eight, I think. Uh, So um, it's really fascinating to me, you know, to speak to someone who became blind because I was I was born blind. So I never had to overcome that particular hurdle. I never had to come to an understanding of what it's like to become blind. So Haley did a really, really, really good job in, you know, expressing herself and expressing all of her desires. And she was just hilarious. And just her her personality is 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 worth celebrating. So let's go with this one today. Uh, the following episode of Aaron's Opinion was recorded on the 14th 14th of July, 14th of August, excuse me, um, at 2000 New York. Uh, So now let's call this episode Talent from HV. And uh, wherever you might be listening to the podcast, it could be the morning, the afternoon, or the middle of the night. We know we have listeners from all of the continents, so thank you for that. But uh, on on the radio side, it's Thursday. It's definitely 12 o'clock. And it's time for Aaron's opinion on Life Improvement Radio on the Helium Radio Network. All right, then. Well, here we go. Let's jump right into uh, the interview. So first question to you, and of course, we'll just springboard off this question. Who is Talented HV? Welcome and go right ahead. Uh, with telling as much of your story as you want um, and can within the hour of the episode. And go ahead. Well, first of all, Aaron, thank you so much for having me on Aaron's Opinion. And I hope your opinion is hopefully a good one for my lovely story. Anyhow, so my actual name is Haley Valenti. I'm from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, but live in Westfield, Massachusetts. I love to play the piano, the keyboard. I love to sing. The name Talented HV actually is my YouTube channel name, where I do song covers of late 90s until now music, 
I will start doing keyboard videos or I should use quote unquote attempt to because I'm not best at learning by ear, but hey, practice makes perfect. So that will be implied. And I also love to act because I love being an actress for improvisation skits and stuff like that. And I also write my own books and plays since I've been doing that since high school. So that's also fun to do too. I agree. Um, but yesterday, I think when we were on the phone or something, you were telling me how you have a really interesting story as it relates to your blindness journey. Um, of course, not to harp on it, but it is interesting because as I said, I was born blind with glaucoma. So I think our listeners would like to hear your story if you want of how quickly you became blind and how quickly you needed to adapt to the blindness world. Would you like to share that story? It, it is very interesting. Hey, if you think it's interesting, I think everyone else will too. So absolutely. So I, however, was not born blind. I was born in 1999 and I lost my sight in June of 2008. I don't remember the exact date and neither does my mom. So there's that. But we do remember the day and it was very scary because I was in the hospital for like other types of conditions, like with uh, physical pains all over the body. I couldn't walk for three months. I still don't know why, but that was during the time and a bunch of other things going on all at once. And then I guess the day right before I was getting ready to go home, I felt better. But then once all the pain and aching went away, so did my vision. It wasn't just, oh, I'm slowly losing my vision. I just woke up and boom, it was gone. And as an eight and a half year old girl, I was scared because I was like, why can't I see anything? And the doctors did a bunch of tests and everything, and they thought I was crazy. They thought I was crazy. They said, oh, she's just making up. Uh, this story about her being blind so she can have attention, which I believe they called it um, conversion disorder, which was totally false because I would, I mean, like I said, I'm an actress, but I wouldn't act like that. I mean, goodness me, I wouldn't do that. So at the time, back in 2008, they didn't have the proper technology for it. So I was going to my third grade year uh, for the whole entire year. Stuff had to be done for me, like writing down answers and stuff like that for homework. Then I went to this school called Sherwood Elementary for fourth and fifth grade. That's when I learned Braille and got my first cane. And at the time, I thought I was the only blind person in the world, like anyone else would think. But thank goodness that wasn't true. I met a friend named Sharif. He thought he was the only blind person in the world, too. So that was a good connection. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not even joking. <laughs> I really thought that. He's like, wait, you're blind too? Like, yeah. <laughs> it was it was crazy. It was cool, but also crazy. So during that time, I refused to go to my IEP meetings because I thought they were boring. So I didn't go to them. But during my fifth grade IEP, my mom and a teacher was talking about this school called Governor Moorhead which is the School for the Blind in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I was like, huh, the School for the Blind, that's cool. And that there was a summer camp for it. So it lasted four weeks in June of 2011. I went, 
I met a bunch of other people who were blind and visually impaired and I thought it was great and I really wanted to go there for school. So I dealt with public school for three months, which was annoying because my friend Shreve, who I mentioned about, him and I were stuck on an assigned seat on the bus and people thought we were dating. <laughs> okay, it was very weird. So I was like, no, that's not true. I mean, we've been friends for years, but we never dated. So on Monday, November 7th, 2011, that's when I started attending the Governor Moritz School for the Blind. And I graduated on Friday, June 8th of 2018. Now, for that time period, I made a bunch of friends. And of course, there was, you know, high school drama. Woo. And then I also did sports such as cheerleading, track and field and goalball. And we also had a theater club one year, too. So that was really fun. And I also participated in the student council. I was vice president for my sophomore year and president for my senior year, which was very amazing. I really enjoyed that. I was very um, active with my, with my school. So there was all that. And track and field was my favorite sport because I got to run and do softball throws. And one year I did the shock put throw too, which is like this like big heavy metal ball for people who don't know. And the girls team, we always seem to get third place every year, which was good out of six places. But then my senior year, I just said, come on, girls, we're going to get our lucky number. Lucky number three. We've been doing good every year. So, of course, they're going backwards between sixth, fifth, fourth, third, and so on. And they say, in this place with this many points, we don't hear Governor Moorhead. So, wait, wait, what? They say, second place, a score at another school. So, wait, wait, no, you got to be kidding me. So, as soon as they said, uh, for the girls' side, who the champions were for the tournament of 2018, the next thing I knew, all the girls were jumping, screaming, and crying because we couldn't believe it. So <laughs> we got first place for my very last year of track, which was amazing. So there was that. Every single year in high school, I got the Perfect Attendance Award. And besides, you know, the days we were out for tournaments and stuff, that didn't really count. But besides that, I never missed a day of school because that's how much I loved it. So, and I graduated from Governor Moorhead School in 2018 with a 3.22 GPA. So, that was awesome. It feels like high school was so many years ago. Then I entered a program called College Access, which was in Perkins, the school in Massachusetts. It was brand new at the time. That was from August 20th, 2018 until May 18th, 2019. And the goal of that program, like the way it sounds, college access, is to help me get prepared for college, such as academic skills, technology skills, and other things like that. So I completed that program, and I'm currently going to start my third and final year of community college at Springfield Technical Community College. And originally it was early childhood education, but I switched it to general studies because I want to be a journalist. So... And that's where I am now in life. And it's fun. So I enjoy it a lot. Where did you find, where or where did you find this tremendous amount of, the only way I can describe it is how are you so accepting 
of your situation? I really want to know because I'm sure you've been around in these various blindness groups all over Facebook, you know, Haley, you know how so many people are having such a hard time. I mean, you weren't even born blind. You basically woke up and then you became, you became blind. Yes. Where, where did you get this idea? I mean, I really want to know philosophically and intellectually because I want to learn from you, even though I'm 30 years old, I'm still able and still wanting to learn from you. Where, where did, like, where did you figure that out from this, your willingness to accept things? Where did you get it from? It's just, all I knew is that, like, of course, when I was younger, I was like, because I was clueless. I just didn't know what to do. I was like, what am I going to do? I'm blind. Like, no one else in my family is blind. They don't, they don't know exactly what to do, but neither do I. So what do I do? So just, I just let the time answer that question. So like I said before, I got, I got introduced to Braille and the Mobility King um, in fourth and fifth grade. And I got introduced to Governor Moorhead School for one of my IEP meetings. I knew that was an opportunity for me because some people are like, oh, I don't need to go to a blind school. Honestly, I want it to because there would be chances for me to grow and develop as a person and into my personality and just according to what people tell me I'm very outgoing and I try not and I'm, I'm very positive about things because just being down about oh I'm blind you gotta feel you gotta feel sorry for me no no I've been blind for 13 years it, it really doesn't bother me especially not now because just everything happens for a reason and I'm me being blind, that might be a good thing. So, mm, mm. Well, I lo- I love your attitude. I I just I just love that that philosophy in life. I, I mean, hey, you know, not, not to mention, you know, you're the only blind person in the world. So obviously, you just have to accept it, right? <laughs> exactly. Right. And you know what I think that's I think that's a very very creative way of thinking about life is that sometimes, of course, we're both being sarcastic when we say we're the only blind people in the world. But <laughs> yeah. But when you really think about it, though, that's a really brilliant way, a really, really good way to effectively overcome a situation. To think, well, what if I really am the only person in the world with this condition or this situation? I would want to be the person who, I, who overcame, right? I think that's your philosophy. I think that's where this comes from with you. True? That sounds about right. Yes. Okay, and good. Not to mention that I lost my sight when I was eight and a half. But I didn't find out until I was 18 okay. um, or my 19th birthday in 2018 of what my actual eye condition was. Yeah. Which and, is and nerve- can, oh, oh, what is it called? Octave nerve atrophy. Uh, op, optic. Uh, maybe optic. Yeah. Up yeah, that's how, the, that's how the computer says it. So I just said uh, how the computer says. Uh, it's, I believe it, it, does it relate to your optic nerve? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, so then mm-hmm. I know what happened. So basically atrophy, I believe, is a weakening of muscle. And so the answer is, for whatever reason, it was probably literally could have been a thousand different medical reasons. But for whatever reason, your optic nerve weakened and you lost your vision. Um, yes. Oh yeah, it just happened overnight. So I guess I mean, it happened. Just, I, 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 I don't I don't mean to like harp on it, I, but that like 
I know this is going to come across as wrong when I say this to you, Haley, but I know you'll also understand it because, you know, after all, we're the only blind people in the world. Like the fact that you, no, I'm not going to let, no, I'm not going to let that go. Nope. Um, <laughs> the fact, uh, yeah, you know, you're stuck with that now. Nope. You're blind. You're stuck with it. No, I'm not going to let that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to let that joke go. Um, not oh a chance. <laughs> Man, not a chance. God, what a mistake you made saying that because now I have this perfect comedy routine that I'll, I'll always I'll always be able to remember such a great such a great guy, another fantastic fantastic inspiration um, no in problem. the blindness community. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean it's like just the thought of like and of course because I was born blind with with glaucoma I do have usable vision but that kind of like that kind of fascinates me in a way, like just the thought intellectually of going to bed and then waking up and it's, your vision has just disappeared. Like, like, yeah. like, can you even like, can you even like express it? I mean, I know it's hard to express, but like, what is that like kind of like, I know this doesn't make sense, but what does that see like, or what is that feel like I guess I, I mean I'm just fascinated by that concept of becoming blind I guess in a sense mm -hmm. I mean like I mentioned before like, like I just woke up and I just saw nothing like it was totally pitch black it was dark or or like they say inside the brain it's hollow it just it just felt that way because I'm like so you what just kind of so, so you just kind of got up and then you just started to open your eyes and then you noticed that there was just sort of an absence of vision. It would just sort of disappeared, kind of. Exactly. And even when the light, even when the, like yeah. the, the came into the room and turned the light on, I still didn't see anything. So, huh? Huh? It was very crazy. That's really fascinating to me, though. I, I hope you can understand why that's fascinating to me as someone who was born blind, you know, because I never needed to make that transition to being blind. So that's, oh, yeah. that's mm -hmm. really, that's like, that's pretty fascinating. Um, so, I mean, if you don't mind me probing and asking, like, did you like cry? Did you scream? Did you laugh? Did you say uh what's happening did you like what it like emotionally is it like all the emotions at once or what like how does that manifest itself at the time when it happened i'm pretty sure i did all of the above because right or confused anything i'm like or confusion I'm, or just uh, gripped by confusion yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. confused in anything sure I think sure, I, sure 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 okay got, got it got it and so got it got it yeah 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 really really that 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 tremendously fascinates me um anyway well beautiful the most important thing in life is is attitude and your attitude is your attitude is just perfect um i had someone else on on here the other day who also just had a magnificent attitude and way of looking at life and i really appreciated that and i really really appreciate people who have the right spirit and the right attitude so Back to your interest in journalism. Yes. Talk about that because I know several people here at Aaron's Opinion who would definitely consider themselves to be journalists. We have guests from all over the world that you're going to get to talk to in a few minutes on WhatsApp. So talk for a while about your goals in journalism and what you really want to do. And maybe I can point you in the right direction. I know you're on the right track because you're here on this podcast, but I would be more than happy to give my opinions about 
what realistic goals for you can uh, can and are. So tell me about your interest in journalism, if you want. So the little background story of the interest in journalism is because, like I mentioned before, I write stories and play scripts and stuff. And I shared them with a group of friends who are also blind and visually impaired. And his actual name is Martin. He's from the UK. And he was reading one of my stories. And I will quote his words. And because, you know, I say it all the time because it's it's true. I mean, I wasn't surprised that he said this because... <laughs> I mean, I'd expect him to say it like this. So he basically read one of my stories and he goes, whoa, mate, have you ever considered of studying journalism? Because at the time I was doing early childhood education. I was like, no, whoa, mate, you should. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? And he says, I'm, I'm, no, I, I wasn't even trying to sound dramatic. That's literally how he said it. It was hilarious. So I was like, Why? Why do you think that? And he basically explained to me how the structure of the stories were well-written, the thought process, and and I guess my imagination of where I got the character names from, because he would always say, where do you get these names from? Like, Because I guess they're very interesting to him. Which I just said, I just made them up. <laughs> so, and they just, they just fit well with the storylines. So, so, okay. So you're an author. Yeah. You, you like to write. Okay, so journalism, mm -hmm. I would say, is more about what, what we're doing tonight. What we're doing right here is journalism, right? We're producing a story that will be consumed later on, okay? It'll be consumed mm -hmm. on, on Spotify or YouTube or wherever people listen to podcasts. But that's not quite the same as being an, an author because an author kind of writes a story outwards and then publishes it and then everyone reads it. We This sort of is like writing a story because I'm helping you, Haley, to tell your story, but it's not quite, it's not quite the same. So maybe, maybe you really just want to be an author. I mean, is that kind of what you mean? What do you think? I mean, either, I mean, either one would totally fit, at least fit my personality and interest wise, because as long as it deals with something with like writing or, or like sharing information with people or just anything like that because there's like information for like that people need to learn or that people need to know so they can be you know ahead of life so I'm like okay I need to get my myself prepared for whatever is being presented to me that's that's how I feel about it right right okay so what are some of your topics in your stories uh well they're so the stories that I mainly write are all fiction like they're like they're like made up scenarios some of them they're like drama stories some of them they're like mystery books I'm actually working on one right now where this person is so perfect where he never got in trouble he got straight A's in school he never got cheated on in his relationships they always end it like oh yeah neutral and everything else and this perfect guy just disappears and his loved ones were like, what happened to him? What could have happened to him? And I'm actually still in the middle of writing it. So it's not done yet. But that book just sounds very interesting as I write, as I go along with it. So. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, have you published? What have you already published? I published nothing because I don't know how to publish stuff. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to get, obviously, we're going to get you published. 
um that's that's ridiculous someone with this someone with this this level of motivation and and inspiration come on come on Haley we, we know, we're gonna know we're gonna fix that we're gonna we're gonna get you published um, the, the what I said if I knew how to publish stuff like the play scripts for like the companies to like give them to the act the actors and act them out that'd be cool to do and with the stories like for them to be published on sites or any way for people to read them that'd be great I mean it would have been done by now but I don't know how to do it I don't I don't know how to do any of that so hmm hmm. Um, there's several yeah there's several yeah there's several people that I know of um, who you should be in contact with. We'll talk a little bit more on WhatsApp about it, but there's several people who who have published books and would be most likely, I promise you, more than happy to help. Um, but yeah, that's actually a very easy process. The, the publishing itself is easy. The part that's difficult is actually writing something that is, you know, I know your content is perfect, but what I'm saying here is, there are standards and it has to be publishable. You know, it, it really has to be top of the line uh, for, for it to be published. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure it is. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of want to read some of your content um, or maybe you can send me some of your content for me to look at and read if you want. And I would be more than happy to take a look and let you know what I think, um, you know, and, and I, can, I can also tell you, where I think it's where I think it belongs and where I see it so I would be happy to help you with this project and um one of the reasons why I started Aaron's opinion oh yeah you you, you just asked that I, I I just you just forgot to ask it but you asked it Aaron why did you start Aaron's opinion because <laughs> because there are not enough strong podcasts in the blindness community where people like Haley after all I don't understand it because there's only one blind person in the world and her name is Haley. So she should, so she should listen to all the other blind podcasters. I don't know why there are other blind podcasters out there. You know, if there's just one blind person, why is there more than one blind podcaster? Okay. I don't understand. I don't understand. But let's, let's imagine in a, in a fictitious universe, in a fictitious universe called planet earth, where there is more than one blind person, more than one of those blind people in this fictitious place called planet earth needs someone needs a strong podcast to, to come and to listen to. And that's one thing that I take very seriously here at Aaron's opinion. I am, I, I will tell you that I'm overly strict about certain things as a podcaster and content creator. But one thing that always works for you is if I see that you're a guest who's overly motivated and successful, I'm going to do everything I can to help. So, you know, that's why I started Aaron's opinion. Um, and, and so moreover, if I can help you to get a book published, if I can help you to truly create something for, for someone else, I mean, uh, of course, I'm sure you know what the slogan is here at Aaron's opinion, right? Uh, please do tell again. Okay, so no, you don't know. Help one no. person to help one. <laughs> oh man! Help one person today. Help a million people tomorrow. So Haley, if I help oh. you, if if I help you, then you'll be able to help a million others. And I really hope, I really hope that dream comes true. So, it's a couple people you can talk to um, about this about this process um, and thing and things of that nature. So. 
I mean, really, where do you see your work? Are you more of like someone who wants to just publish books? Do you want to like write scripts that can be adapted into a movie? Do you want to write plays or is it just all of the above? All the above, really. Okay, I, mean, I know exactly who. Okay, I'm going to, you know what? We're going to come back to it all on WhatsApp. I know exactly who I'm going to put you in touch with and I'm going to help you to do that. Um, there's a specific person who's done all of those things already and she's very successful. Um, so, <clears throat> um, but understand, technically speaking, that's not journalism. Um, that's being an author. It's being a content creator and, and being an author and being a potentially a screenwriter um, and thing and, you know, and, th and things like that. Um, well, I mean, have you created any websites where people can just read some of your short stories? I mean, you're, you're allowed to do that. You know, you can set up a WordPress or really even a Facebook page and just post your stories and just for fun and have people read them. Have you done that? Uh, actually, a friend of mine, he actually, um, he actually did, did this for my birthday last year, and I wasn't aware of it until he told me. Um, he actually pay, uh, paid for and created a site called townsdhv.com, and, and I was like, that's a real site? Really? And I look, and I look it up, I was like, oh, wow, it is. So he showed me how to go into the site and paste the, um, the text of one of the stories that I've written back in high school. And he actually helped me clean it up a bit. So text-wise. So my very first story that I wrote back in high school called Anna's Village, which is a, a fiction fairy tale story, um, that's up on the website. Okay. And do you still use this website today? Yes. It's fairly new. Well, why didn't you tell me that? God, you had me talking about this for 20 minutes, trying to figure out all the different ways that you could... Oh, good grief. Just send me that, just send me that website and we'll put you in touch with the next person. Stop making it more difficult than it needs to be. Good heavens. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. Well, we'll definitely, well, now that I know that this is a real thing and a real website, I would, I would be honored to receive that link and I'm determined to help. And I, I'll tell you off the air, I'll tell you what's going to happen, but I'm definitely going to send it over. Um, um, no, I should probably. No, we're gonna we're gonna work together. On, we're no, we're gonna accomplish this this goal off, off air. So if you uh, so later tonight, just send me the website and then um, I'll get back to you. Um, I'm a little bit busy um, because actually I do I do the majority of my work on Saturday and Sunday. So the two days of the week that I am least likely to respond to you would be Saturday and Sunday. But I will definitely get back to you. Um, Monday with a with an explanation of everything everything from here but no we're gonna no we're gonna get no we're gonna get you published there's no re there's no reason why not and it's become easier and e more more and more and more easy than than ever before to make someone's dreams come true um and I mean the the other thing too that I, I see is that you know you've also done some podcasting but then again I, I would tell you that you should get into podcasting but if it's truly your passion Haley to be an author and content creator for plays and things, then that's where you should go. You should put your effort and energy where you, you know, where you want to go. But then of course, it wouldn't be the same interview without us getting into the YouTube part of your amazing story. So Talented HV, um, let's talk about your YouTube channel. So go ahead, tell us about it. So technically my 
Google account that's that's you know connected to the YouTube channel was created back in 2013, but I didn't post my very first video until 2015, which at the time was my roommate and I, how we told a story about how we first met in 2012. But over time after that, I just posted videos of me singing random songs, like, you know, like a Taylor Swift song or similar things. And I also just did regular improvisation keyboard videos because I love playing the keyboard. And those videos were, were from like five, six years ago. And I recently got back into my channel last year just by doing more song covers and a little bit of keyboarding between and everything else. And I was like, I want to do like, you know, a little bit more of my channel, like when it comes to stuff that I already do, because originally it was just doing song covers from 2010 until now. But I was strongly encouraged and recommended by a friend of mine. Why don't you sing songs from the 90s? I'm like, I don't know any 90s songs. And but it turns out I do, apparently. So so from like 1995 until now, those are the types of songs I do covers of. And they're acapella, which means you don't hear the music, um, instrumental tracks at all. So, and they sound good. So I'm working on some more. And I also write my own songs. I'm not going to post those until I figure out how to play and sing at the same time or try to sing along to my improvisation keyboard stuff because <laughs> I'm still learning, so... And hopefully eventually my songs will go on platforms like Apple Music or anywhere where people download music. That would be cool, too. So, Well, you know, you know what I'm probably going to ask next, right? Maybe, but please ask anyways. <laughs> How about you sing for us one of your covers? Oh, goodness me. <laughs> hmm. Do you want to? You, you do not need to. You do not have to. But I'm okay. just kidding. Okay. So just to save time, I'll just do um, the chorus of one of them. So this is um, a song called I Wonder by Kelly Pickler, which was back from like 2006. So this is how the chorus went. Oh, I hear the weather's nice in California. There's sunny skies as full as I can see. If you ever come back home to Carolina. I wonder what you say to me. That's just the chorus. I mean, the whole song is longer than and that. Remind, and just please, <laughs> just for the recording, please say that this was a cover of so they can hear it on the recording. So please, please remind us again, what, what, what was that? It was the chorus part of I Wonder by Kelly Pickler. Excellent. Mm -hmm. um, very, very nice. Thank you. So, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, if you start writing your own music, you can definitely, you can definitely do this um, as far as, you know, the music aspect goes. Um, <clears throat> so what else do you, what other topics, uh, you know, do you cover on, um, on your channel? It's mainly, so it's just mainly the, um, the song covers I mentioned 
uh, my the songs I've written or myself, those more of those will go up. There's only one original up there, which was posted last year. It's it was called Secret Crush. And no, I didn't have a secret crush. It was just a song idea that was suggested by someone in one of my comments of my videos. And of course, I always ask my viewers that if they have a song cover request or if they have an idea of a song for me to write about, they can get involved by writing the suggestion in the comments of the videos. And if I use the suggestion or use the request, I'll give a shout out to whatever the person's name is, however they go by on YouTube. That's exactly what I did with um, Secret Crush. Because someone suggested the purpose of the song. Which was very fun to do. So so mostly you do, you focus on covers and music and that type of thing on, on your channel, right? Yes. Excellent. Now, <laughs> um, do you ever talk about blindness stuff and blindness issues on the channel? Uh, no, not that much. Not really at all. The only time I did that was when I, at the time when I had the iPhone 6S, I was talking about my phone. And then another video that I did not that long ago called uh, Stor The Story Behind My Eyes, where I was basically sharing what I'm telling now about how I went blind and what my life has been throughout the time when I, while I've been blind. But those were the only videos that I've done that was been related to blindness, though. Right. Sure. Sure. De definitely. Mm -hmm. um, and do you ever do, you know, live streams on your channel and things like that? Yes. I actually use this website called StreamYard. And I have my YouTube channel connected um, for the destination. That's how I do um, live streams from that. Because in order to do a direct live stream from youtube you have to have a thousand subscribers which right. i don't <laughs> but i i'm sure you can understand why they have that um why they have that benchmark right because they don't want on youtube youtube doesn't want just anyone hopping on and creating a live stream they want you to get good at your content first so that the live streams are really valuable it will add value that way so that's why that's why they have those standards for things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in order for me to do live streaming, I use StreamYard. Right. Right. So you you're able to kind of circumvent the the standard that YouTube has for a thousand subscribers. Yeah. Well, you know, know that the more content you put out and the more energy you put into your content, the more times that people are going to appreciate it, and you go up in YouTube pretty quickly when people start to realize that your content's, you know, valuable to, to, to them and truly, and truly helps them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, mm -hmm. yes. Um, that is, I mean, that is really, that is excellent. Um, gr great, 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 great. So then the other question, I've asked you plenty of questions today, but so, how did you hear about Aaron's opinion in the first place? Ironically, I heard it from another um, friend in the blind community. Uh, he was actually on here at one point. And I, and I was like, okay. Oh, well, then probably it's okay to name drop because anyone who's here is really is a great friend. So who, who, who told you? I'm, I'm just curious. 
Okay. I originally heard about Aaron's opinion from Blind Toes. Oh, you heard it from Toes. Oh, yeah. great friend Toes. I just mm-hmm. I just edited and and set up his episode. I just published his episode a couple of days ago. Yes. Oh. Very, very clever title. <laughs> but here's the question. Here's the question, talented HV. Mm-hmm. You commented on my videos before I interviewed Blind Toes. So how did you find out about Aaron's opinion before I interviewed Toes? I honestly cannot exactly remember. I mean, that was the recent way I, rem- I recall yeah. hearing it the channel, like the recent way, because I think I found it like a while back, but I don't remember who you were interviewing at the time. I really don't recall. Interesting. No, that's just fascinating how how this message and this this knowledge and content just sort of finds its finds its way around the universe. Um, could have been someone might have shared it. It might have been because you were watching things that are similar. They might have suggested the content to you. Um, it could have been a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> but that, but that's how but that's how I remembered about the channel itself recently because mm-hmm. blind there and I did remember the name. I was like, I do remember like seeing this before, but I think I just couldn't remember exactly how I found it. Yeah, we had spoken before months ago, and I forget we kind of we kind of misplaced ourselves along along the along the way. Um, I don't know if which way it went. If I, I I don't know, but I know you had contacted me a while back. You've been watching my videos for for a while and really getting a lot out of it. So yeah. Oh yeah. They're, they're very interesting because like the stuff that you talk about on Aaron's opinion, I never knew. I was like, huh. That's, that's I mean, a, you never stop every day. So. That's, one, that's wonderful. But I'm, I'm so glad that my channel is able to give you more knowledge and is genuinely able to help you in your life. You know, as, as we say, if, if only I can help you, I've helped a million others. And that's, that's true. That's, that's, that's really, that's the secret about life just you only have to help one person right or you only have to be successful once right absolutely <clears throat> yeah yeah so absolutely. De- so de- definitely um anyway anyway that is that is very all, all extremely interesting what was the most interesting thing you have learned from Aaron's opinion in other words, when watching videos in the past, what was the most interesting thing you have ever learned from watching my channel or listening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's ready for that response. Um, mainly just, and I just picked this up about just how the interview were, meaning you in this case, it's just how you are when it comes to just interviewing anybody, no matter who it is. I just realized like a person like you has a very positive outlook. You love doing what you do. You love helping people. And honestly, that's what kind of, that's actually what drew me into listening to you because I mean, I enjoy what I'm doing um, on my channel. You enjoy doing what you're doing. So that kind of fits. And I could see someone being either as successful or being like like very successful like like you have been so I that's, appreciate- the, that's the part that inspired me to continue listening to your channel it's just you being the voice for 
other people in the community saying, if I can do it, so can you. So well, that's, I, that's what I you showed me at least. That's what you uh, showed me. Well, I really appreciate it. But I mean, did you learn it? Like what interesting fact about life did you learn just from the content itself? Not so much about the philosophical approach, but what did you learn from the content itself? Maybe something really interesting that I was talking about or what was the most, um, I guess I've never asked this, what was the most unusual video that you found to be the most unusual topic that I ever spoke about? I don't have that answer yet, so I can't really tell you. Ah, all right. <clears throat> well, talk more about some of the um, interesting experiences you have had so far on YouTube yourself. Um, I mean, live streams get crazy. So what, what have been some really nice or some really interesting things that have happened um, on your live streams? Uh, let's just say my very first live stream oh, from, from last year, <laughs> that was interesting due to the fact that I was just learning how to do a live stream on StreamYard, and I didn't know if I was doing anything wrong or not. So, and I wanted to make sure that me and my friend were live, and I'm like, okay, am I doing everything right? And then as soon as I see a, um, hear my screen reader re read a button at the top that says, and broadcast the first thing you're going to hear me say when the stream starts is you you're yelling out the words yay it works because i don't <laughs> know if it was working or not so yeah yeah so, uh, hilarious uh, another another great friend of ours in the community also struggles with her stream yards too she's she always wonders if it's on or if it's if it's really working i i mean who knows if it's work? Who knows if this is working? Who knows? <laughs> you can't really, the problem is you can't really tell. Um, but I mean, do you find, um, oh, um, do you find StreamYard, there's a specific reason I'm asking. Do you find StreamYard accessible? Yes, absolutely. Okay. At least. Do you know, and I'm sure you already know this, but do you know that I know the person who wrote the software that allows StreamYard to be accessible? No. Oh. No. I, I, now, now you know. I do. Um, <clears throat> so, um, you know, I will definitely put you in touch with that person. I know the person who's done a lot of work with StreamYard, helping them to be accessible. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So if you have any accessibility questions, um, you should ask that particular person. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Cool. Um, but yeah, that's really good. I think I find for me, I mean, I can sometimes I do live streams on the Aaron's Opinion Facebook page, um, but not often because I think that people appreciate the pre-recorded content more. And I think with pre-recorded content, people are really able to focus on the topic and focus on the content itself. So, you know. Um, There's actually, um, speaking of what kind of what we're doing right now on the interview with this, that's actually a thing that I kind of do on my channel also, where like if anyone has like a specific skill or talent that they're proud of or that they think they're really good with, I'm interested to learn more about them and about the, the skill or talent they have. So there's a few streams up there of me interviewing people about their skill or their talent wise. So hmm. there's, 
there's actually a playlist on my channel called talented interviews or talented youtube interviews I, you know what i remember what it was now we left off before you came here today tonight we left off where you were wanting you were wanting to interview me in the past and then i forget where that went i forget if we both i think we both forgot about it with all the messaging back and forth but i know that you've asked that before um and you know hopefully you will interview me at some point um because that's really important to you know interview as many people as you can and really expand um you know the the, the reach of, of of our channels for for sure yes well well hey speak well by the way i'm glad that you that you said that because i will mention that i try to look for people whether if they are sighted, visually impaired, or blind, like if they have something they want to share that's that's you know valuable to them that they think they're good with, then hey, I'll have them on, and that's what I've done before. And I'm trying <clears> to, <throat> and I actually have a friend of mine where him and I do a podcast together. He he's the creator of it. I'm just the co-host, but we basically talk about have the use of low vision slash blind technology. Um, how it helps people throughout daily life and of course we get people to um, come on and we interview about stuff like that and I actually told my 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 lovely co-host about about you too so he thought it'd be cool um, to have you on the podcast let's 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 make that let's make that dream come true no problem you know what's even cooler is that I want to I want to interview your co-host right here on Aaron's opinion. So let's get let's get that set up. Let's get him here on Aaron's opinion. I'll interview him, um, or um, or maybe we can do a three way. I don't usually do a lot of three way interviews, um, but you're so hysterical and so entertaining and have such a personality. I, I might kind of make a little exception. Um, the reason I don't do three way interviews usually is because it just kind of I mean, you know, we're sitting here on YouTube actually months from now. When you watch it, it'll be the end of November um, when you actually watch this. But when you're listening to a podcast, it's important to think that you are creating sound, right? You're creating sound that is interpreted as valuable. So if you have too many voices, too many colors, it's like looking at a picture with too much color. So, you know, you you have to be really careful about the the different people you have on and making sure that you know, people kind of stay still and stay quiet when someone else is talking and then when it's their turn, they say the right things at the right time. So the timing can kind of be disorienting. But but I tell you what, I, I would love to interview him as soon as possible. So definitely he can contact me or I'd be happy to contact him. But so, <clears throat> well, I really hope that you expand that podcast that you're doing with that person. And why, why don't you give him a little plug? What, what's the podcast called? And you know how, how how does that work so the there's a youtube channel for it it's called low vision technology lvt which is just the abbreviations of low vision technology and the podcast itself is called low vision technology which you will be able to find on anchor spotify the podcast app or most likely anywhere right. you would podcast and him and I usually come up with the topics together. Of course, we don't say, hey, you pick the topic, I pick the topic. We usually compromise. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like the, uh, what word do I want to use? Like the like the secretary promoter, I should say. I, I, I'll just use that term, I guess. Because I would say like, 
hey, like we have a we have a podcast that does this, 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 and that. Like, do you have anything that would be valuable to share about? And whether if it's about technology or how someone helps someone who's blind or visually impaired, we look at that too. So, and we done two pe- we had two people on the actual podcast on Anchor, and one person worked out so well, and the other person not so much. He had some yeah, time. yeah, so yeah. Eventually, we got it up. We got it up there, but it took about like a little bit to get to get it all fixed up on his end. So we just mainly do the interviews on the on StreamYard with the live streaming thing. Mm. If we could figure out how to download the audio, which I figured that part out perfectly, but I just got to figure out how to stick the audio files onto Anchor so they can count as episodes. That's exactly exactly how it works. You just pull the audio off the video. Exactly. Um, So what I... Audio. We just got to figure out how to actually stick it in Anchor. Well, technically, like my host would do that because he's logged into the account, not me, but he would put it in there, but I don't know how to do that, and he doesn't either. So, okay, or at least he told me he doesn't know how. So, <laughs> um, I tell you what, let's let's get him on here. Here's here's what I want to do for some futuristic episodes. Here, I want to interview him um, individually, one on one with him, and then mm-hmm. I also want to do an interview with both you and him as a three way interview. Um, that would be a really good material and that would be really interesting. So that way the, the listeners at home, they can see that I've talked to you individually, I've talked to him and then we put the two together and then it's a really interesting conversation with three great content creators. That would be a really good show. Let's, let's do it. Let's definitely, definitely get this thing set up. Um, so, yep, go, go give him a call as soon as we're done here. You know, I don't, I don't care if he's eating dinner, you know, whatever he's doing. He needs, he needs, he needs to listen. So, you know, we need to get, <laughs> oh man. And of course, I just want to mention this too, because it's related to the podcast. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be cool that like, you know, once when both of us are on here, like, like from beginning to now, like how did the podcast actually start and how I got involved? Cause I wasn't involved right away because it wasn't just a, it wasn't a podcast from the very beginning. It was something totally different, but <clears throat> It developed into a podcast and he happened to ask me to be his co-host and yeah yeah he'll explain that story because it's you know well let's let's well when i talk to him about it i'll I'll definitely i'll definitely have him talk talk about that but i mean really aaron's opinion as i already said came from my desire to share my opinions with the blindness community from all over the world well if you push record enough times eventually you end up with content without even realizing the the impact that I could possibly have. And of course, I wanted to have impact two or three years ago, but it takes a while to get really good at knowing kind of what your audience is and how it works and kind of what your what your flavor is in the industry and what your niche is and where you where you fit into the algorithm. You know, you really got to figure that out. So um, oh, we're, we're definitely figuring that out as we go. And actually, yeah. we're we're, we're planning to do a, an episode tomorrow, so that's gonna be fun. Hmm. Hmm. What do you What do you guys? I mean, give 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 us a little. Um, oh boy, I gotta hold on, guys. I gotta plug in this microphone. Hold on, a second.
I mean, I know you don't want to give us a complete, a complete, I, I, I know you don't want to like spoil it and tell us everything that it's going to be about tomorrow, but what is the, epi what general topic are you going to try to tackle tomorrow? Basically, it's gonna, uh, we're basically gonna be talking about how we used um, technology of how we connect with people. So like, because of course, originally I didn't meet him in person. He didn't meet me in person originally. And a lot of our friends who we're friends with now, we never met in person. So what technology, do, what technology did, that we use to meet with them or what sites or anything like that. So just a bunch of different ways of how we how you can meet people basically with, by using technology. Right, right. That's really interesting, and I think the entire world is dependent upon Zoom to make all of these things come true. So, um, on your podcast that you are co-hosting, have you guys had any guests or influence from overseas? The only guest that we had from overseas is um, a friend of ours. Um, his name is Martin. We actually talked about um, job diversity uh, between the U.S. and the U.K. Excellent. And what did what did this person tell you about job diversity in the U.K.? He basically describes it as the uh, um, the government throwing mo free money at their faces because. Apparently, it's very difficult for someone who's blind or visually impaired to get a job because he wants to. He wants to work. He wants to get a job, but yeah, they basically will turn them away because they'll they'll claim, "Oh, we don't have like the funds to get you the screen reader that you need," or or any type of excuse in the book, basically. Sure. So that's that's one of the main things that he doesn't like about living in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that one of the things that you will discover from Aaron's opinion is that we have guests from all, all of the continents and the, the situation for blind people overseas is extraordinarily difficult depending on the country. Um, but it's very, it's even harder overseas as if it wasn't hard enough here in the States um, for, you know, for people to, um, For people to get jobs, my electricity just just flickered there. Um, in, interest, interesting, interesting episode for sure, for sure. Um, well, we are starting. We are starting to wind down this incredible, incredible episode as always. So, you know, what are some questions that you have for me? What are things that you really want to ask me to really make me sweat? to see if I'm really worth my salt as a podcaster. What do you really want to know? Okay. Uh, who inspired you to, to, um, to be a podcaster? Hey, great. I think I was inspired um, by other sighted people whose podcasts I, I, I listen to. I don't like to do a whole lot of name dropping, especially if I've never met the person. Um, but certainly I was inspired by the other important blind podcasters. And most of all, I was inspired by my job because I'm a teacher and it's my job to give someone else knowledge. So that's kind of what podcasting is, right? It's the, it's the art of speaking and giving knowledge. And that's what really inspired me is that I've had 
a lot of interesting experiences. Quite frankly, I've had a lot of really disturbing experiences and sad experiences as all people have. And I believe that it's my responsibility and, and hobby to, to share these experiences with people, to make it easier for others and to know that my work helps. And what I'm noticing with my guests, every single night the guest gets better and better and better. And what you said tonight makes it true is that when you really are helping people, people secretly notice. They're shy to admit it in the comments of videos, but when you do well, people do secretly notice. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And another thing that I am just wondering about, let's sure. just say, for, especially, especially for my situation, since I am not exactly sure what I'm doing for myself for an actual podcast, because my friend who has some vision, he knows how to do it, like how to actually like physically do the podcast. I don't, however. So with someone like me or anybody else, how would you describe to someone how to start a podcast? Because I got the trailer, but yeah. just like not sure how to do everything else. Basically, <laughs> you you record and then you upload and then things like that. But it's not so much about how to start the podcast. I mean, me and this other guy, we could sit down with you here over Zoom and we could walk you through it. Or could, we could walk, walk through the technicalities, right? But it's more than that. And what I mean by it's more than that is the most important thing is you talented Haley Valenti have to answer three very simple questions. Who is, who is your audience? Who is your audience? Who is your audience? Why the same question three times? <laughs> because those are the only three things you need to know. Your audience, audience, and audience. And once you understand what audience means, once you understand how to talk to people, once you understand what it means to build rapport with your guests, to build rapport with the audience, then you push record. Then you have an episode. You put them all together. What do you have? A podcast. That's how. Hmm. Because, of course, as I mentioned before, I'm still learning how to do it, like with just with the Anchor app on the phone or mm -hmm. or or the site on the computer with NVDA because I'm just not used to it. So don't worry. In just a minute, you'll get you'll get connected to my group in 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 just a minute. Um, I wanted to just thank you so much uh, for joining us tonight. Um, thank or you. This morning or afternoon, um, you know, and it, it's really been a pleasure. I'm going to put the YouTube link um, in the description of this video. So everybody, go find go go watch talented hv right here on youtube um thank you so much for joining me um this is where i would like to end this recording in this episode um oh, one more thing real quick sure before. sure one sure one more thing go ahead okay so i wanted to say this and this is my my own my own quote my own words just remember everyone has a talent every skill has a talent so if you think you're not good at something you are because that's how I found out by being by loving to sing by the keyboard act and write my own songs and everything like that so just believe in yourself you've been listening to talent from HV right here on life improvement radio or wherever you get a podcast or even watching it on YouTube Anyway, Haley, you did an outstanding job recording this episode today, and I really appreciate you joining me here on Aaron's Opinion. Um, yeah, it was great. 
I really hope that those other uh, people in the podcast community that you mentioned, I really hope they do contact me soon because we would love to have some of your other friends in podcasting here on Aaron's Opinion. Uh, And I wish you the very best of health and luck with your music and all of your endeavors. And I am sure that you will be back here at Aaron's Opinion. All right. So there you go. 1-240-681-9869. Aaron's Opinion 6 at gmail.com. Follow on Facebook, Twitter, comment below on YouTube like Haley did. Or you can even uh, follow on Patreon. Uh, We would appreciate the support. And thank you to the Helium Radio Network for syndicating Aaron's opinion. I really appreciate it. All right, there you go. Good episode today. Aaron Richmond, Aaron's opinion. Helping one person today help a million people tomorrow on Life Improvement Radio on the Helium Radio Network.